0: Hey everybody! Back another week. Um, I'm just gonna jump in, maybe or maybe not. I'll probably just ramble for a minute, like I always do. Uh, gorgeous week, weather-wise. Getting some rain. Grass is growing green. Love it. Did that 50k on the Trueform runner a couple days ago. Body feels good from that. Gearing up for. Gearing up for um, that nonprofit uh, fundraiser for the new foundation we started for veteran initiatives, Um, pretty excited for that, but busy. But uh, been a great, been a great week, man. I think, I think ever since I had that podcast a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago or so, I really, just getting it off your chest, man, just getting it organized out of your head and in the air sometimes is the first biggest step, you know, reaching out and sharing with somebody um, the stuff that's going on or just even just sharing to a blank wall just something it just does, I don't know, for me it, it, it changes it changes the dynamic, it's like calling the boogeyman out, you know, you got a boogeyman underneath your bed and if you just call it out out loud, all of a sudden it's just not so scary anymore but anyways Oh, you know what else I did was uh, I I stopped watching Fox News or not watching but looking at it on my phone nonstop all day long. I uh, I also stopped looking at CNN. I was just like, hey, both of those are garbage. They really are. I was surprised at like the poison that gets put in my head. I'm I lean. I lean towards Fox News. It, I mean, I'm attracted to those values. I, I, it doesn't mean though that like I don't hate the other side. I don't. I understand there's two sides to every story, or many sides, or facets, or ways to carve things out. And but man, I, I tend, ideologically, philosophically, you know, to lean a little more towards the conservative side. I have some things that I believe in that are on the on the more liberal side for sure but I I'm farther to the right, you know. And I just <clears throat> you you draw you get drawn towards the things that you're drawn towards, right? I mean that's a loop, that's a circular reference, but oh that that resonates with me. It's aligned with my beliefs so I I get pulled in that direction so I read those books or I watch those TV shows, right? And it it's a it feeds itself really you gravitate towards the things you you like you're interested i'm 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 being repetitive because i'm thinking about this because this wasn't what i was going to talk about today but i like where it's going right now because it's been in my mind um and it's tricky so you you're constantly self reinforcing yourself and so I'm on this Fox News, and I'm getting worked up, and I'm getting agitated. And it's like, wow, what a tricky, manipulative thing to do. And they're just as poisonous, just as poisonous as the, as the other side, the fake, the, the, the President Trump's so-called fake news, right? Like, it's all fake. It's all distorted. And even when you look at something that you think is objective, it's like, ah, and then you start to really look at it you realize that it's it's just cleverly disguised manipulation and advertisement. It's like holy cow, once you kinda get your eye attuned and you get your head calibrated to looking at these things and seeing the the smoke in the mirrors, the clever deceptions, getting away from that natural phenomena of of self reinforcement. I I've been happier in the last couple of weeks than I've been in, many weeks. I mean, I mean, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm not gonna be all like weird on that. Like that's not true. But like, I really feel better. I cut it out, man. I'd haven't. I just deleted it all. Hey, the the other thing too is, hey, Fox News. Like, when you put up your av- you you put up your your news articles and your headlines. Is there not anybody doing spell and grammar check? <laughs> I mean, what a great way to lose credibility in in my mind at least is when you can't even get a spelling or a grammar function right on your headline let alone in the in the feed itself or the news you know um it's weird you know i just and then the other thing too is when you're rolling through fox or cnn how many advertisements are hung on them on so i'm rolling through on my phone and i'm looking at it's just like advertising advertising advertisement, it's targeted and it's reading my it's reading my search history on my phone and my geolocations and everything and it's populating it with things and i swear i've i've not typed in something or looked at something or anything i've only talked about it with somebody out loud and it's like it's Popping up in my feed as an advertisement, all of a sudden, and once in a while, coincidence. But it's all the time. It's it's really got me tweaked out. Um, it's it's that weird. Like I won't. Anyways, this isn't, doesn't matter. But both sides, like left, right, CNN, whatever, whatever. They're all just platforms to push an agenda to manipulate and rile up and divide us. Whether you believe it or not, I don't, I don't care. Mildly interesting. I do. I'm not that angry about it anymore. I'm just aware of it. And even the ones that are cleverly disguised were objective. We're the? They're not. They're not. Not so, man. But I've been way happier. I've been. I was. So the four feeds that I'm watching now is Reuters, Associated Press, uh Wall Street Journal and BBC. And I even know that those aren't particularly objective, but man, it's when I'm reading the information at least I feel like there's a greater attempt and I'm getting a better balance of of different perspectives and opinions. Man, I think there's a direct just take politics out of this. Just take the news and the politics out of this, but like let's talk about self-talk. Let's talk about my actions on a day-to-day basis and being comfort driven or oriented or magnetized or what I reinforce or how I soothe myself. And it's just like, yeah, Hey, like that's, that's where it's even more, more exciting for me. You know, um, when I think about what I'm angry about in the obvious with the news, but then how does it actually apply to, at, at a much smaller individual personal measure for me and myself and that's been that's what I'm working on right now And looking for these little ways in my life I like to put my my chew in after dinner it's like oh you're self soothing reinforcing that you're telling yourself you need it oh no I just like it or or shying away from the work tasks like oh that one's tedious Uh, I'm not going to go to that direction I'm going to oh well I can get this task done easier so I'm going to do this task and this task because it's more fun or it's easier I can get it checked off and shy away from these other tasks or with my diet or with my engagements with people and conversations shying away from the hard things to tell somebody when that's the thing that they'll respect me the most for telling them because nobody else is going to tell them and the individual that gets upset you know for me just telling them something when it's coming from a place of love and care well maybe they don't and they're always going to, maybe they just don't value me or what I have to say. and That's why I don't have a lot of friends like that. You know, I've turned a lot of people away. I don't let them self-fabricate their own bullshit. Anyways, um, just a, that was just a little riff this morning because I was talking. All I wanted to do was say, hey, I had a great week because I shut off Fox News and I shut off CNN. And I, I know that that's part of it, man. <laughs> um, anyways. What I did want to talk about, I'm going to blend two things in, is uh. You, you, anybody remember the the Stanford Prison Experiment back in I don't know 74, 75? I could have probably done my research and Googled it and had it all up on the screen. There's a Stanford Prison Experiment done back in the 70s, a psychology thing. Basically, they took a oh, group of people and they split them in half half of them are going to be prisoners and half of them are going to be jailers and then they created the scene and then over time it was a little game but very very quickly how by giving people a typecast they, they their behaviors and their attitudes started to fill that typecast so quick when it wasn't even anything like the prisoners weren't prisoners but they started acting like prisoners and they started acting like they were you know. Um anyways, and then the jailers with with their badges and their authority, they started acting like to fill that even though that wasn't anyways, do the do the research on your own. I mean, that's what this is all about anyways. I'm not here to give anybody answers, but I just found it. It's a really fascinating study. They actually had to cancel the study um early because it was just getting so violent and aggressive and it didn't even go half as long as they, they wanted to run the experiment. That's how easy people are. That's how easy it is to manipulate people. <laughs> it really is. You know, in the, in the military, Napoleon Bonaparte said it, you give a person a little piece of colored cloth to hang on their chest and they'll do anything. They'll charge machine guns for you. You know, talking about the ribbons that you wear on your on your chest, a, a, a display of... 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 uh. Not necessarily authority in the sense, but like accomplishment or something, right? That's why we give medals out and give participation trophies out. And then, anyways, where I got triggered with this was um, watching some of the footage with protesters and police and authorities, authority figures, and how they treat each other. You give somebody a position of empowerment entitlement, authority, you know. And all of a sudden, they just take it upon themselves and they feel like a higher sense of special. And, oh, I'm here to protect and serve and do this and enforce these rules and this is my piece of the pie. Whether it's in Walmart and you give a person a little security badge or you give them a name tag or you give them, you know, whether it's police force or it's military or It's like, yeah, you just give somebody something that identifies them as being in charge, and all of a sudden they lose. It's subtle. It's insidious. I don't think it happens immediately, but it it definitely triggers something to sort of slowly ebb and cascade, and and there's a digression of common courtesy and respect, mutual respect, decency, common sense. (laughs) You know, I'm going to follow this law or this rule. I'm not going to apply any common sense or thinking because I just have the rule to fall back on. That's the easy way. I can't stand rules. How many rules do we make just to make rules, to simplify scenarios and situations? What that does is it short circuits reasoning, rationale, common sense, critical thinking. It patternizes us. Oh, I'm just going to follow the rule. But you never think why, and it becomes not scenario-dependent. I do understand the value of rules, but what I'm saying is that we make so many rules these days. How many rules do we have out there that... That fuzz on the microphone is me spitting into my fish oil. I have an empty fish oil can that I got from Nicole, and I've been using it as a spitter. It's super awesome. Um, how many rules do we have in this world that we don't even enforce? Why do you create a rule? To assert or leverage some sort of position over somebody else or to create a something easy to follow for convenience so that we can have an a anticipated a reasonably expected pattern of behavior and that's all fine and dandy, but until it just we become automated. That's the problem. world's not full of people that are thinking and listening to each other and having engaged conversations and critical thought analysis where they're forced to have that human interaction and like see and feel each other and their points of view and the energy behind it. We just got rules. You're on the left and I'm on the right. You're black, I'm white. You're high, I'm low. Whatever it is. And we just put contrast together. You're liberal. I'm progressive or whatever the terms are, you know, I'm conservative and you're liberal or you're Democrat, I'm Republican. Then it's something to pit itself against, to give you identity, you know? And it's ugly. It's ugly. And 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 that's the obvious, it's on the surface. And then and again a kind of kind of parroting where I was going with the news. And how it's easy to see and then transfer it into my own life with the news piece and being manipulated and having an eye for it. But, like, the transfer for me on this, where I'm going, is, um, how does it affect, like, it doesn't have to be just with a badge and authority. How about with, with, um, like, mastery in, in, um, skill and craft or experience Or just talent, or capability, we start to condescend on others that don't. You know, like there's so many. Why is it that? No, I'm I'm overgeneralizing, but I'm just using it as an example to think, to draw from. But like, as you become better and better and more noted in your field of expertise, you become a bigger and bigger douchebag. (laughs) You know you become more condescending on others, or, or uh, I don't know what the other word is, it's a phony, it's a it's a word, it's like a phony sense of praise, but it's really, it's, um, ah, uh, ah, uh, can't think of it, but it's like, oh, uh, I'm a, I'm a, you know, pick up. oh, I'm so awesome with my rifle, my rifle and my tactics, and I've gotten so good, and I'm such a good shot, and now all of a sudden you start to walk with a swagger start to have this this and other people that aren't as good, and it's like ah oh, you kind of look down on them or you placate them or you you baby them and I'm not saying all the way all the time I'm just the tendency it's 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 um like a function of ego skill and talent feeds your personal ego and that your personal perspective on your position and how you treat and look and identify and interact with others and and where, if I could trace this back to where the slippery slope is, to where we could call like you pass that threshold, that line of douchebag. You know, it was a lot of this is a conversation I was having on humility and how do you hold on to humility? And it's it's resisting, you know, just resisting that slope. I get better and better as a whatever. I'm a master. And, you lose your. That's why there's so few people out there that are just genuine. Like wow, masters. Yet you love and you respect them because they're real. Still, they're just authentic, down to earth, kind, courteous. They haven't lost that because of of their talent. They keep it. They keep their worldview in in check. And you know, like. And then there's people that become the, the fame and fortune or whatever it is, and then they start to change, and they start to have different views. I, I think it's normal and natural, probably, to, to go in that direction. I don't think it's a slight on anybody, but man, it would be my goal to resist that slide for as long as possible, to be aware of it, and to auto-correct it when I can, you know? the greatest fall is when hubris is the highest, you know, your, your greatest fall is when your hubris is at the highest, you got the most to fall from, but I just thinking about that, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going, kind of a hodgepodge today, I feel like I was distracting everybody on the mic by spitting, I got excited for a minute, um, I want to do that, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the person that, it, it is, it's all just a function of believing in your own bullshit and how that feeds, it's It's all the same stuff I talk about just it, across the last two years, just in different applications or ideas or framed differently, and if all these examples, the things that bother me, it, it all just comes back to these simple things. It's like, yeah, we have 15 million problems, a reductionist mindset, you know, 15 million problems in the world and things to be slighted about. If we could just find what's common across all of them, it's really all coming, coming back to simple, basic things, ego, identity, you know, how do you fight it, human nature, understanding human nature, not to try to, not to try to change it. Don't try to change human nature. Don't try to change your nature as personality or whatever. But l- know it. Learn it. Its strengths, its weaknesses, how to apply it towards a a better aim. I think that's how you'll that's how you'll alleviate a lot of the unhappiness in your personal life when you don't try to change yourself. You just try to understand it better. Accept it. And know its you each unique advantages and disadvantages and and use the processes to to weigh and measure those stay grounded anyways it back to back to the badge put a badge on somebody and they turn into an instant asshole <laughs> you know and i'm not beating up cops or police officers or firefighters or military people i'm not that's not what i'm doing i'm the badge is a symbol of something a symbol of position a position a symbol of right versus wrong a symbol of order or discipline or security, and it feeds a certain thing in people. Not all people, and and everybody in different ways and magnitudes, you know, but it it doesn't just have to be around rules and authority figure. It can be in your personal life with your accomplishments, your talents, your intelligence. Uh, I bet you there's a exact opposite there has to be, it's the yin and the yang that holds true in reverse while I'm focusing on how it degregates what I'll call goodness on the upside I could also see how it also exacerbates like self-doubt on the opposite side and to keep both sides of that coin in the conversation I just haven't explored it I haven't really explored it that direction yet but how you can one tiny failure or one tiny lapse can continue to reinforce on the, the negative side you know there's some threads to pull on that for sure you guys pull them yourselves I guess it's easier that way but just cool stuff to think about I, the, I just was thinking about the Stanford prison experiment when uh, I saw a um a protest going on in whatever city and how people were being treated and I'm just like, whoa, and of course, I'm I'm also being very, very careful to look at, hey, the lens of the cameraman that's presenting the images that they want to present, like, oh, well, these protesters were simple and innocent and peaceful and, well, that's the story that we want to be painted that wants to be, that the, that the painter wants to paint for us. I mean, was it, there's probably more to the information more to the information more to the story more information to the story than than we're being told and it's one viewpoint but it seems like there's a lot out there you know and without taking those scenarios like so no judgment because i wasn't there and i understand i'm being given a perspective to interpret for myself uh, and guided to be to have it interpreted the way that the storyteller wants me to interpret it, I suppose. But less less focused on making judgments of those personal, or not those personal, but those those specific examples and thinking about it in, in a concept, Con- conceptually for me and my actions in my life, who I want to be, who I don't want to be. Sometimes people, when they're in a rut, and they, they reach out like oh you know I'm having trouble with this and that and you know I want this and I want that I just can't figure out how to get it and uh, it's like yeah, hey like you're focusing so much on what you want and you're not getting there let's, let's just let's just pause for a minute and let's just try a different strategy let's try um somebody calling somebody calling I'm sorry I hope that's not interrupting I'm just going to try and cancel that um instead of focusing on that process of I vision what you want, you know imagine, identify your goal, like switch it over, what don't you want, what don't you want what don't you want to be try that for a little while and I know that's against what I've talked about in the past when you're riding a bike on the cliffside and like it's steep down to the right and it's safe road to the left and you look to the right and you're gonna go right. So you should look to the left and go to the left. Like I know what I'm suggesting is opposite of that. I'm contradicting myself, but I'm I'm just proposing it as a thought. Like, if you're constantly looking where you wanna go and you're not getting there, it's okay to put that on pause for a minute and list the things that you don't want. Just put them back on the radar for a minute and give yourself perspective of where you're at. Some people, if you're on a six-foot stretch of road, some people get so lost in trying to find out who they are, what their purpose is, and and spell everything out that they want to be, that they they lose sight of where actually they are on that six-foot-wide piece of road. And so by looking back over to where you don't want to be, It gives you perspective like, oh, wow, I'm actually a lot farther left of the cliff than I thought I was. I'm actually doing better than I thought I was because I'm not those things. Wow, sometimes that could be just that updraft for you. I do that from time to time. In fact, I just gave a guy that advice uh, a couple days ago. Got good feedback on it. Um, But... Is a rule of thumb. Yeah, there. I said rule. I was just bashing rules seven minutes ago, ten minutes ago, and now I'm seeing a rule of thumb as a, as a, as a general practice. Look where you want to go, but you still have to keep where you want to go, so you can, you keep your position and getting to where you want to go from where you've been. <laughs> you know. I know that makes sense. I don't think I articulated it quite right But I'm gonna leave it there instead of keep beating that up. But all right, man. I hope everybody has a good day, and uh, just keep charging, man. Just keep charging out here.